Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, hello! Belly up to my bar. Let's chat about prediction time. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. It's brought to you by my bookie. I just finished my first uh, regular Steelers show every 4.30 to 6 o'clock every day except for Wednesdays. I am down at the Steelers facility doing a Steelers show, you know, just State of the Steelers stuff with my man Dale Lawley. urge you to check that out on SNR. It's an iHeart app you got to check out. Um, talking Browns, too. Obviously, that's who they're playing this week. But I promised you all that we will do predictions. And we'll keep it pretty brief, you know, and we'll talk more and more about this as the season goes on. And I've talked a lot about it up till now. But I'm going to go through the... I'm going to give you my division winners, my wild cards, my championship game predictions, Super Bowl winner, and then I'm going to do individual awards. Comeback Player of the Years, Rookie of the Years, MVPs on both sides of the ball. So, um, if you've been listening to me, I don't think that you'll be totally blown away by any of these. But, starting in the AFC East, big shock, I'm going to take the Patriots to win the East. And I think they'll have it locked up with several games to play. I mean, I've said that I think New England's going to win this division, even if Tom Brady doesn't play a snap this year. That... um, I think that the over-under on AFC East wins for New England is about five and a half. I'd be shocked if they don't sweep the Bills and the Jets. Maybe split with Miami. Maybe they would lose in Miami, but probably not. They're probably five and one, six and zero oh within the division. Um, so, yeah, that's an easy one. And honestly, I think the next one's an easy one, too. The Steelers have gotten better in the last week or two. They are living for today, and they've addressed some weaknesses with veterans and making trades uncharacteristically. I think they're the second best team in the AFC and maybe the second best team in the league. I don't think there's a lot of resistance from within the North either. You know, I think they're king of the North. Yeah, so Steelers and New England clearly to me are the best two teams um, in the AFC and to be very honest, that when you do this exercise, with the exception of the Steelers in New England, man, the AFC seems very weak compared to the NFC. And I, I did this for another show, and I said something along the lines of there were five teams in the NFC that I did not have making the playoffs, and we'll get to them, of course, that I would have had going in the AFC. You know, I mean, that says a lot. Four or five. I mean, it wasn't 100%, but four or five. AFC South. Houston's always in it, and I think O'Brien's a really good coach, and they always are 9-7 and and somehow get in. But I think Tennessee's pretty clearly the best team in that division now. I don't love their defense, but I think they can do a lot to you on offense. I think Mariota's a star. I very much think that the direction of this team is going in the right direction. 
Um, not a difficult schedule, but that's also the case with the majority of that division. Not the case in the AFC West. The AFC West teams have very difficult schedules, and which puts a little bit of a damper when you're thinking wild cards here too, because that is the best division in the AFC. Um, I've been torn between Kansas City and the Chargers to win the AFC West, and I've kind of switched in the last couple hours actually. I'm going with I'm going with LA. I almost called them San Diego, of course. Not as banged up as we once thought. Uh, O-line is still worrisome, but they got weapons. I'm a big Rivers believer. I think their defense has a chance to be really good. Um, Easiest schedule in the division because, you know, they're a last place team. And then I didn't want to do this because they are playing a difficult division. And I think the AFC West teams will all beat up on each other. Like, I don't see anyone being 0-6 or 6-0 and within the, the AFC Western games. You know, probably 4-2, and or if someone's 5-1, and that would go a real long way. But I still, because I don't have faith in Baltimore, Cleveland, Houston, maybe Miami. I mean, I think Miami could be have a similar season to last year. Nine wins, ten wins, get in, six seed, lose in the first round. Um, but I took Oakland and Kansas City as my wild cards in the AFC. So uh, I would have New England and Pittsburgh with buys, uh, Oakland and Kansas City traveling to either Tennessee or the Chargers. So those are my AFC teams, and you'll see that, to me, the NFC is much deeper, much stronger. But you know who's strong? Our buddies at my bookie. You know, ever since I started this podcast, people are always asking for advice. You know, usually it's a, what team should we bet on this week? I mean, you got the Steelers or the Browns or you got Bengals or Ravens, you know. So let me tell you this, you know, and we will get to that on Friday. I will give you all kinds of advice that you can use when you go to mybookie.com. Uh, but where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. So that's why I always tell people to go to mybookie.ag. My bookie's been in this business for years, and their rep is rep is rock is rock is rock. One hundred percent cash bonuses, which is awesome. This is right off the bat; you're making money for doing nothing, and they have the fastest payouts. Seriously, there's just two business days, which is unbelievable in this business. You already know who's going to win. I'll tell you those things. So lay down some cash and win big today. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me, and my bookie's been great for me. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. They win. They, you win, they pay. They have in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and an all-new mobile site that makes wagering on the go a breeze. So, join now and MyBookie will match your deposit with up to a 100% bonus. Use my promo code LONFL, that's, that's in locked in on NFL, LONFL, uh, all caps to be safe, uh, to activate your offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. But NFC prediction show, side of the show. Much more difficult. Um, there's no doubt in that, about that because there's a lot of good teams. And that same is true for the NFC East where I'm going to take the Eagles to win the division. Uh, I've been down on the Cowboys even before Elliott News, and I'm recording this 7 o'clock on Tuesday Eastern. So maybe by the time you listen, we'll know more about that. But I still really worry about their pass rush, their defense. I think Dak is 
really good, but not going to take a big step forward, and I think he'll need to this year. Um, Washington, to me, is the fourth team in the division. I like the Giants probably second, but their line worries me. Eli worries me. I like the Eagles a lot. I really like their defense. You guys know I love Wentz. I like the offensive line. I like that Zach Ertz is now the third option. You know, I mean, um, should run the ball reasonably well, but I don't think that's a slam dunk. So I like the Eagles and, and what I think will be a very tight division. In the North, I was torn between two teams. Um, you could probably guess who they are. But I went with Green Bay because they have Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I mean, I, I could tell you some long story about how, boy, their secondary is going to be a lot better, and they put a lot into that. And Martellus Bennett's a wonderful addition. And I think Ty Montgomery should have a much better year. But they have Aaron Rodgers. They have Aaron Rodgers. So I think they win the North. Somewhat surprising pick, I have the Panthers in the South. Um, I think Newton rebounds. I like the McCaffrey edition. I think the line's better. I think they're not so big and slow in terms of weapons anymore. But I love the front seven, man. Keekley comes back. Keekley coming back's like J.J. Watt coming back. I mean, those linebackers are awesome. Uh, I think their D-line will be really good. I think K.K. Short's a total stud. I bet Julius Peppers has a nice year. Secondary's a year older. Um, uh, I think Carolina's a really good team. The team I think is the best team in, in the, the NFC, though, pretty handily is Seattle. And they traded for Richardson. I mean, they're going to rush the passer now with Richardson and Bennett on the inside, Averill and Frank Clark on the outside. Frank Clark's a great player. Secondary is still great. Linebackers are still awesome. I think Russell Wilson's in for a monster season. They have a lot of weapons. I think they run the ball pretty well, and the O-line isn't nearly as big of a as a deficit as you would think. Um, I think Seattle runs away with the West. So, that left my wild card picks to Dallas, Giants, Atlanta, Tampa, Maybe the Saints, but I don't quite put them in that range. Maybe Arizona, but I don't quite put them in that range. And the Vikes. Um, I left the Super Bowl runners-up out of the playoffs in this. I put Minnesota and Tampa Bay in. And I think Minnesota should challenge Green Bay, make that a highly competitive situation top of the north, where the Lions and Bears will be well behind the rest. Um, and I, like, I really like what's going on in Tampa. I mean, I think there's a lot of good things there. Fewer holes than I expected. Defense played really well to win, you know, to finish the season. I think that's not an aberration. And you add a Chris Baker to the mix and guys like that. I mean, uh, Noah Spence is a big breakout guy for me. I think Doug Martin has a big year. So that was much harder. I mean, like I said, I mean, if Dallas or the Giants or Atlanta, I mean, if any of those teams were in the AFC, I easily would have put them in the playoffs. Easily. So my NFC Championship game is Seattle over Carolina. My AFC Championship game is the Patriots over the Steelers. And I have the Patriots beating Seattle in the Super Bowl, which to me is a pretty easy decision. I mean, to me, they're the best teams in their respective conferences. Although I do think Pittsburgh's pretty much on par with Seattle. 
Hi, I'm Paul. Verizon has been placing giant letters all over the country to get people to buy into their unlimited plan. Don't get hooked. Switch to Sprint Unlimited, $22.50 per month per line for four lines and get the fifth line free. Hurry to your local Sprint store, visit Sprint.com slash Unlimited or call 1-800-SPRINT-1 today. Savings until 1031.18 and $38 per line per month for five lines with auto-pay. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, streams, Udell, KHC 1080p, music, total 1.5 megabits per second, gaming update, megabits per second, subject to credit, $30 activation fee, prohibited network use rules, and data deprioritization apply compared to Verizon Beyond Unlimited. Carry features differ. Coverage and offer not everywhere. Restrictions apply. All right, I told you I will also give you our, my individual awards, and these are hard. I mean, and in some way, I just don't want to take the easy way out. You know, when we're talking about league MVP, offensive player of the year, um, I, I'm going with Russell Wilson. I think, like I said, I think he's in for a monster season. Healthier, love the weapons. Another step in his maturation. His team, best team in the NFC. Could be a 13-3 and three type of season for Seattle. Of course, Brady and Rodgers are the favorites. And, of course, they could win it. They're awesome. They're two of the best quarterbacks that's ever lived, and they're awesome right now. Um, maybe the Patriots are 15-1 and one and Brady wins it. You know, I mean, uh, I certainly recognize that. So, I, I kind of took the, let's not take the, the low-hanging fruit. Um, if it's a running back, I could see Lev Bell winning it. I could see David Johnson winning it. I can't... It's never a tight end. I mean, Gronkowski could be incredible, but it's never a tight end. If Gronk would win it, then Brady would win it. Unless Brady got hurt half season and Garoppolo took over and they were still 15-1 and Gronk was historically great. Maybe, but tight ends don't win the award. Uh, Probably won't be a receiver either. Could Julio or Beckham or AB win it? Could. Um, Julio would come to mind the most of that group just because it... Put you know with with little fewer around them, um, but I went with Wilson. I think he's got a chance to be really really good this year. And there's some other quarterbacks that are probably in the mix. You know Matt Ryan won it last year, and Newton won it the one year before. Um, defensive MVP again, the low hanging fruit here is J.J. Watt, but he's coming off a back, and maybe he's not the same. I certainly hope that's not the case. Um, but it's always his award to win, and deservedly so. Uh, Aaron Donald isn't far from that conversation either. Certainly could go with Mack or Von Miller. I got no qualms with that either. Keekley always should be in the conversation too. He's going to have a bazillion tackles and be the leader of a good defense and you know get his hands on the ball quite a bit. Um, guys like Bosa, I think, could be in the conversation as early as the second year too. But I'm going with Landon Collins from the Giants. Um, was in the conversation last year. I think he fills up every statistical category. Tackles. Sacks, interceptions, big plays, fumble recoveries, big hits, showing up on Sports Center. You know, I mean, and they use him really, really well. Defensive line helps protect him a lot. The secondary behind him makes coverage, you know, a, a favorable for him too, that they can use him in a Palomalu type of way almost. Um, so I'm going with Landon Collins. Offensive Rookie of the Year was the hardest one for me. Could Kaiser win it? Yeah, he could. Um, Trubisky and Watson aren't even starting the season. I can't vote for them. Could a receiver? I really doubt it. Uh, no O-Lyman's going to win it. Tight ends don't win it. So basically that left for me McCaffrey, Hunt, Fournette, Mixon, Cook. And I didn't know who to pick. You know, I, I like all those guys a lot. 
Mixon's O-line worries me, and he has some other guys prevalent right now in that backfield, although it wouldn't shock me if he was a starter week one and never turned back. Really like the Cook idea, but I'm not as warm on their offensive line as I was a couple weeks ago. Um, I think McCaffrey could have a really good year, but will it be statistically strong? I mean, I don't know that he's going to score a ton of touchdowns. Um, I think Hunt is a real chance to. You know, a good team, lead back, probably every down, catching passes. I bet he runs for over 1,000 yards. But I went to Fournette. Um, Going to see a lot of stacked boxes. I just love his talent. And I think Jacksonville knows they have a gem and they kind of kept him in bubble wrap this offseason. And I think when we see him Sunday and beyond, he'll look like... Two years ago, LSU Fournette. But I got to say, that's the one I feel the least confident about, and I can make an argument for all those guys. Defensive Rookie of the Year was a very, very easy one. I think Miles Garrett will be a superstar Sunday. I mean, immediately, now. I think he's going to be one of the best defensive players in the league now. I mean, he will run away with the award, sort of like Bosa did last year, you know, that he's clearly the best guy. With all respect to Jalen Ramsey, Ramsey was really good last year, too. But the, the one I just wanted to mention is Reuben Foster. Reuben Foster looks great as a Niner. Was a great player at Bama. Uh, you know, that position lends itself to Rookie of the Year status, too. So I could see him being a, a major, if it wasn't for Garrett, type of season for Foster. Comeback Player of the Year, J.J. Watt. <laughs> I mean, he's maybe the best defense player that ever lived, and he didn't play at all last year at the back, and... He just raised a bazillion dollars for Houston. I know that doesn't matter in the voting, but um, he's going to be the best player what I think is on the best defense, assuming he's close to what he was, uh, J.J. Watt. So that's it. Did I miss anything? I don't think so. Um, so that is my prediction show. I've been telling you it's going to be coming for a while. Uh, I would imagine tomorrow I will do my over-under bets on every team, you know, the win totals. Maybe we'll stretch that over two shows. I'm not sure. Haven't given that a lot of thought. Uh, Thursday, we will absolutely preview Patriots-Chiefs. Maybe take some Twitter questions as well. And Fridays, we're picking games, man. I mean, how great is that? So, do me a favor. Spread the word about the Locked On Network, particularly my shows, Locked On NFL Podcast.